0: Yesterday, we had one of the best renditions and explanations. The teaching anointing was clearly in evidence. Wow. How many of us, we understood the Holy Spirit in a different way? or oh, you didn't understand? Hey, we understood. I mean, we, I mean, I can't wait for today. Yeah, I can't wait for today. Our speaker today is... The convener, that's the head of the Anakazo Assemblies denomination that we belong to. He pastors the Life Cathedral at Ofako. Tell your neighbor that that place is an experience. It's an experience. And we will be going. I said, we will what? Yeah. And when you have your leave, please let us know. Three or four, then you go and be there. It's an experience. You go and stay there for a few days, and you will come back different. We sent some people who are around. They went. When they came back, they were different. Those who like sleeping, they are still sleeping. (laughs) And those who like overeating, they're overeating. It has come. It has come down. Hey, it's not easy. Hallelujah. And it's life-changing, but he's here with us today, and I know that something is going to happen to us. We've known this precious man of God, my husband and I, ever since we were in Tamale. and every time he came through the church, the church changed. Our lives changed. I know people today who are married because he passed through our church. Lady of whom he amen. I know others who are builders and have houses because he came through the church. I know some who are not spiritual at all, who are pastors today because he came through the house. Today, I don't know what he's going to deposit, but it will be good. And I want you to be ready. I want you to stand to your feet, put your expectation, let it find expression in your hand, clap, and help me bring to this pulpit our convener,
1: Bishop, Emmanuel, Lois, and temple.
2: Up your hands Where is the land? Where is the land? You are holy,
1: holy. Are you Lord?
2: Put up your hands. We welcome you Holy Spirit. We thank you for your presence, your guidance It is all truth. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And you may be seated. Amen. How many of you are happy to be here? Hallelujah. This morning. My topic is Who is the Holy Spirit? Wow. Who is the Holy Spirit? One who is the Holy Spirit? Huh? One of the most perplexing, confusing, and difficult questions to many believers is who exactly the Holy Spirit is. I have been asked this question on countless occasions. I have come to realize that Christians find it very easy to understand who God the Father is. Seminary, they have no problems understanding who Jesus Christ, God the Son is they understand, they love, and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God. The same cannot be said about the Holy Spirit. Some think he's a kind of wind, force, or influence. Others have very strange and even laughable concepts about who the Holy Spirit is I want to help you to understand who this wonderful person is yes he is a person a divine person the Holy Spirit is not wind, force and influence or anything of the sort the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. For us to understand the Holy Spirit, we need some basic understanding of the Trinity or the Godhead. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let's look at a scripture in 1 John 5. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 7. And verse 7. The scripture says, for there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word. Who is the Word? I can't hear. Who is the Word? Jesus. The Word is Jesus. John 1, 1, 2, 1. the beginning was the Word. And the Word was of God. And the Word was God. So Jesus is the Word. Because in John 1 14, the Bible said the, the, the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld His glory as of the only begotten Son of God, full of grace and truth. So Jesus is the Word. Go back to 1 John 5 7. All right. So, for there are three that bear record in heaven the Father, the word of Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Hallelujah. Now, brothers and sisters, in Christianity, we do not serve three gods. We do not serve three gods. The god we serve is a three union god. Meaning, God is three in one. God is not three separate gods. Our God is one God. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 4. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse Mm 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is how many gods? I can't hear you. I can't hear all of you. Eh? I I can't feel I can feel it. here, O Israel. The Lord our God is what? One God. He is one God. Listen to this. Who reveals himself in three eh, distinct personalities the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah the scriptures are clear about the three union nature of God and that is why you know, Genesis 1-26, the Bible says God created us in his own image so because he's three in one we are also three in one alright, so everybody here, you are three in one, lift up your right hand say I'm three in one I'm say a I'm a spirit, I'm a spirit. I, have a I have a soul and I live in the body do you understand it so your real you is the air the spirit that god breathed into you that you became life and then you have a soul which is your emotions your feelings your intellect and then you live in a body which is this That's your body everybody all right so you are three in one so god is also three in one hallelujah Amen. Amen. I hear go home. Yes. All right. Let's look at some scriptures that talk about at number 1 Matthew chapter 28 verse 19. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name Watch this of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So you see the three distinct personalities mentioned there. The Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. Is that also 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ God the Son. Is that also And the love of God, God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. So once again we see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. So our God is a three-union God Hallelujah. So we don't serve three gods. We have only one God who is manifested in three distinct personalities. He is one God, but manifests himself in three different roles. Now, you can compare it with water. How many of you know water? All right. Water exists. in three forms, there is the one water in the form that flows, it flows. all right, give me some water, water, yeah, okay, no, give me my own because I think I like to drink also. I want to be like the boss who used to drink water. This is water. But this water that I am holding, it flows. So it's called liquid. Liquid water. Amen. Amen. How many of you understand that? Now this water which is flowing, if I leave it in the freezer under very cold temperatures. It will become hard. And we call it what? Ice. Ice water. Or ice. Or ice block. Alright. But it is still water. It is still water. How many of you understand that? I'm taking my time for you to understand it. So whether water is flowing or is solid, it's the water. Then this same flowing water, if you put it in a bowl, a bowl, how many of you know a bowl? And then you put it on fire and you boil it, it will begin to go up and it's called vapor the are students. Even this one, the R students know it. It's called vapor. Alright. And that vapor is say what? Water. It's a what? I can't hear you. Water. water. So water. Whether it is liquid, whether it is hot, whether it is vapor, it's still water. Because the vapor that is going up, if you condense it, it will come back. Liquid water, and then the solid water, which is ice. If you allow it to melt, it will become liquid. So water, whether it is liquid, whether it is solid, whether it is vapor, is still water. Now, why is it still water? Because the chemical the chemical composition does not change. Water is made up of two atoms of hydrogen and one atom of what? Oxygen. So when you take liquid water, it is still H2O. Solid water is still H2O. Vapor is still H2O. So it doesn't matter. I get what I'm saying. So God, whether he's the father, whether he's a son, whether is the Holy Spirit he's still God are you clapping hands for the Lord so by nature father son and the Holy Spirit is the same God but watch this Watch this. Even though water is the same by nature as liquid, as solid, and as vapor, in terms of its usage, role, there are differences. Now, now, when when you want to wash your clothing, dirty clothing, and all that you have is ice water. How many of you ride it? it won't work? How many of you ride it? It work? So what do you need? You need what? You need what? Look at water. When you come back from the hot sun and you are sweating. And we are very, very, very thirsty. And they give you vapor in the atmosphere. Atmosphere. How many of you realize that it will not work? You need some chilled, icy water to quench your thirst. Is that also? Awesome? Yes. When the weather... It's very, very, very hot. And it is very dry. How many of you, you feel uncomfortable? You need some eh, vapor in the atmosphere to bring a little you know, coolness to your body. So even though water by nature as liquid, as ice, as vapor, is the same in terms of the differences in the same way God as a father God as a son God as a Holy Spirit play different roles clap your hands for the Lord so what is your role The father is the boss. The father is the boss. Yeah. And he gives the commandments. The son is the doer of the commandments. He carries out the commandments. So Jesus said in John 5 I did not come to do my own will, but I came to do the will of him who sent me. He said, the ways that I speak, they are not my ways, but they are the ways of he who sent me. When he was praying in John chapter 7 for the disciples, he said, they are are yours, and you gave them to me. So Jesus, God the Son, okay, carries out the commandments of the father. God the Holy Spirit I listen to this. It's the power that makes the commandments possible. The power of God is resident in the Holy Spirit. So when God the father gives a command and God the son is carrying out the commands the Holy Spirit is the power that makes the fulfillment of the commandments possible how many of you understand hallelujah now listen I hear The Father is the boss and commander. The Son is the redeemer of the fallen creature and the Holy Spirit is the power that is crying out the depopulation of hell and restoring the, the kingdom of God. But it's the same God. God the Father commands. God the Son carries out those commands. God the Holy Ghost is the power that makes those commands possible. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Alright. The Holy Spirit is the power by which the commands of God actually get executed. And the Godhead, when I say the Godhead, or the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are working together all the time. They are one in purpose, one in mind, one in action, one in unity, one in everything. Now, let me give you an example of the Trinity in action. How you see the Trinity working together. One way we see them working together, okay, the Trinity is one God. The Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Ghost is God. They are united in mind, in purpose, and in action. An example of the Trinity working together is in the creation story. Look at Genesis chapter 1, 1 and 2, put it together. Alright, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and God said, let there be light and there was light. Now watch this. In the beginning God created. Hello? are you here, give me a wave. In the beginning, God created. God, the Father. Huh? The Spirit of God moved. God, the Holy Ghost, moved. And God said, God spoke the word. That is God, the Son. So you see that in the restoration of the well, you see the Godhead in action. The Father creates, the Holy Spirit is moving to bring order and then the the, the Son is making possible the, the revelation or the restoration of the Sun, the moon, and all the things that were restored. Hallelujah. In the salvation of man, John chapter 3 and verse 16. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son. So when they wanted to save the world, God the Father gave the commandment for the salvation. God the Son came to die on the air but before he died God the Holy Spirit came to help him like we saw yesterday to fulfill his earthly ministry and right now as we are speaking it is God the Holy Spirit who is working in the hearts of sinners to bring faith into their hearts for them to receive the gospel of salvation so in, so in the salvation of sinful man you can see the father the son and the Holy Spirit working together. Wow. Hallelujah. So brothers and sisters, it is important for us to know, alright, to know that um, our God that we save, alright, our God that we save, he is a three-union uh, God. The Father is God, The Son is God. The Holy Spirit is God. Can I have an amen? Amen. Now, like I said from the beginning, all right, most Christians have no problem about the Father. How many of you agree? Most Christians don't have any problems about the Son as God. But our problem is the Holy Spirit. That's where the problem is. There's so much confusion in the church world about who the Holy Spirit is. Some people feel that he's some form of wind. Some people feel that it's some form of force. Some people feel that when you speak in tongues, Makale Karanda, Zamanda, e Robo, Kapakashalea, okay, that is the Holy Spirit. So, some people feel that he's fire. Because sometimes you feel warmed over you and all that. Now all those, look at me. All those are characteristics or attributes of the Holy Spirit. I get what I'm saying, but the Holy Spirit is a divine person. Let's have the right hand. Say the Holy, the Holy Spirit is a divine person. Divine when you use the word divine, you're talking about God. Hallelujah! Amen. He's a divine person. Now watch this. How many of you have seen this before? Look at me. That you know some people. They like wearing a particular type of shirt or dress. No, not that they don't have others. Uh I get what I'm saying. Not that they don't have others, but they like it. I get what I'm saying. Like like, I, I, I am like that. I, I, my one of my. My my the quarrels my wife has with me is that look this is also there this is also there this is also there you have shirt here. you have shoe you I, I said look give me this one I'm just going I don't have time so there are some people when you see them you you identify what they wear with them how I many of you understand that do you understand it what they wear identifies them. Okay, but watch this. Even though the person's shirt identifies him, how many of you know that the shirt is not the person? The shirt is not the person. So even though the Holy Spirit is wind, is fire, is power, is dove, That is not the Holy Spirit. That is the characteristics. What you associate with the Holy Spirit. How many of you understand that? But the Holy Spirit himself is a person. Let me show you one of the reasons why you are confused about the Holy Spirit. Because when you talk about a person, you associate a person with a body. that you can touch the person and see the person. But today, I want to define, I want to give you the proper definition of a person. A person is not the body. For for you to say that somebody has a personality or is a person, you need three things. A person is made up of a will. Will. Willpower. Number two, feelings or emotions. And number three, intellect, knowledge, intellect. Hallelujah. Now let me ask you a question. How many of you have a will? You decided, I will do this. Even as you are sitting down here as a young person. There are things that, yesterday, you know, the Holy Spirit picked up a young man whose dreams is to become a pilot. That is his will. There is nobody here who doesn't have a will. Your will is what makes you to choose. The type of dress that you are wearing this morning, nobody chooses for you. You choose it yourself based on your will because you have several other dresses. But you say, I will put on this one. That is what makes you a person. Number two, your feelings, your emotions, grace. It's good to see you. Are you okay? Hallelujah. Your feelings, your emotions, your ability to be sad, to cry, to be happy, to be depressed, to be anxious is part of your personality. That's what makes you a person. And finally, your intellect, your intellectual capacity to think, to study, to create, to decide, is what makes you a person. So when we say that you are a person, we are saying you are a person because you have a will, you have intellect, you have emotions. It is not your body. So watch this. The Holy Spirit does not have a body. But the Holy Spirit has a will. He has emotions. He has intellect. That is what makes him a person. (laughs) Hello? Wow. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Even when somebody dies and we can't see the person, we still identify the person we can't see with what he said, what he used to feel, his decisions. We can't see him. He's in the ground, we can't see him. But even somehow, somehow, we still have his presence of us, his ways. People live by his ways. If you put down a will that my house should go here and go here, we respect it. We don't say because no more we can't see the body. No, 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 no. The body is just a shell. You are not your body. You are your will. You are your emotions. You are your intellect. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying. All right. So let me quickly take you very fast two things that make the Holy Spirit a person number one we say he has a will 1 Corinthians chapter um, chapter 11 wow wow or let's even start with knowledge knowledge 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We are reading from uh, verse 9. Alright? Joy. Sorted. But as it's written, I have not seen, no year ahead, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. I prophesy to you that God has prepared some wonderful things for you. Yes. Hallelujah every distress you are going through now. May the Lord change it for some wonderful things in your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Verse 10. Verse 10. But God had revealed them unto us by his spirit. God has revealed them to us by heart. By his spirit. Which spirit is that? Pastor Isaac. Which spirit is that? his spirit. For the spirit, watch this, searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Verse 11. Now watch this. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of God which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of so the Holy Spirit has knowledge. Yes. You know, one time I went to a certain country. I think it was, uh, I don't know whether it was Australia. And I decided, that you'll be there. And I decided to go and wait upon the Lord for a few days. Now, on one of the days at about 2.54 in the afternoon, the Holy Spirit started ministering to me. And one of the things that he said, he said, You don't know the ministry. I know the ministry. You don't know the ministry. Yes. Yeah. What he was trying to say is that if I want to know the ministry, I should depend on him. Listen, look at me. The Holy Spirit has some fantastic knowledge about your life. That if you know him and you relate to him, he wants to reveal to you. Yes, knowledge. That is why he can help you in your mathematics. I shared my experience with you when I was writing my dissertation and I didn't know something. And I called on the Holy Spirit. Is that not so? Eh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at Acts chapter 27 and verse 10. And the Holy Spirit helped me. Uh, chapter 27 and verse 10 now for those of you who are familiar with this story Paul was a prisoner in a ship and they were taking him away together with other people and Paul said unto them says I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage not only of the laden and the ship, but also of our lives. Continue. Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. And because the heaven was not commodious to winter, the more part advised to depart thence also, if by enemies they might attain to finish. All right. Verse 13. And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, loosened then they say close to create. Now, watch this. No, no, go back to verse, uh, verse 13. Give me a lighter version of this. You know, this is how many of you you live your lives. All right? Give me a lighter version. When a light wind began blowing from the south, the sailors thought they could make it. They thought they could make it. When they saw a light wind, give me NIV. NIV. When a gentle south wind began to blow, they saw their opportunity. So they weighed anchor and sailed along the shore of Crete. Give me message Bible. If you have. When a gentle, southerly breeze came, they weighed anchor, thinking it would be smooth sailing. Watch this. Watch this. Okay. Many believers look around and they take decisions. They were going to go to sea. A man who was anointed of the Holy Spirit, knew God, rose up and said, I perceive. I know. That knowledge came from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had revealed to him what was going to happen. But the people who did not have the Holy Spirit, they went by a gentle breeze. Don't go by a gentle breeze in your life. Don't choose by what the person looks like. Or how much money the person has Today. Or how much money the person does not have today. Don't choose according to the brother's shoes. Today. Don't decide according to the gentle wind that is blowing today. Decide by the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. The knowledge of the Holy Spirit. Paul had the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. The others didn't in the next verse, verse 14, alright, in the next verse, no, it's, give us us a a lighter, yes, this is a young people's church, okay, now watch this, verse 14, verse 14, but they were no sooner out to sea than a gale force wind, the infamous non-easter struck, give me another version, quickly, Alright? But the weather changed abruptly. When you don't walk according to the knowledge of God, the circumstances of your life, they change suddenly. That is why the Holy Spirit is so important. He's a person with knowledge and he wants to give you knowledge. And They were shipwrecked. We don't have time to go into it. They lost everything. They had to throw everything into the sea. When you go according to the the wind, the gentle wind, very soon, you throw away your ring, you throw away your house, you throw away your virginity, you throw away your mind, you throw away everything. Amen. Let's continue. Hmm. You know, in in this book, I share, let me share this with you. I share about my encounter with a young lady as a young Christian there was this young lady that I met and she was beautiful she was sumptuous she was scintillating scintillated, glamorous yeah and I said to myself, she's going to be my wife. Oh, yeah. But you see, she was a more matured Christian. Yeah. And so she rebuffed my carnally advances. My carnally and lustful advances. She rebuffed it. She was a more mature, you know, listen. All right. But gradually, she was also softening up. Because of the pressure. Every time I went to pray, all right, I felt that God said, She's not your wife. And when I came out of my prayer, I said, She's my wife. You see, many of us, many of us, listen to me, we are not submitting ourselves to the will of God. And if you continue that, you'll be destroyed. That's why Jesus said, Pray that thy will be done and accept the will of God. Yeah. Eventually, one time, I've shared a story in the book. I was, I was bathing. You know, one of the places that God speaks to me is when I'm bathing. He yeah. yeah, has spoken to me a couple of times in my life. I was bathing, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, and I started prophesying. And the Lord said, you are lasting after her. You are, it's not love. You are lasting after her. You want to sleep with her. Yes. It's last, It's not love. She's not your wife. That was the day that I repented. And I called her and I said, I'm sorry. Yeah. Many years down the line, because we still remain friends, she got married with children I got married with children, all right. And way before we got married, I realized that the two of us were not compatible at all. Even up to today, I will not choose her as a wife, and I don't think you would choose me as a husband. So don't follow the gentle wind. Follow the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. May you follow the knowledge from today. Amen. Number two, the Holy Spirit has a will. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 11. Let's go very quickly. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 11. But all this worketh that one and the self, self and the self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as he will the Holy Spirit has a will watch this and he's in your life as a person to superimpose the will of God upon your own will that is why Jesus said pray that thy will be done yeah learn to flow by the will of the Holy Spirit one of the greatest prayers especially as young people you must start to pray now is your will ask God about his will for everything your education, what to study where to study your choice of a husband choice of a wife, choice of a profession ministry, everything let your will be done let your will be done yeah when the prophet asked me to go and start the church at Opharko, I started praying your will. And I have started praying the same prayer again because I'm, I'm going to leave this church very soon. I want to go and build another church. Yeah, yeah. I want to go and build another church. Yes. Yeah. I'll leave this one for my assistant bishop. I want to go and do another one. And, and, and already I've started praying your will. Location of the church where When everything, and the Holy Spirit is going to guide me like that. Look at me, life is a meander. Make your hand like this, make your hand like this, make your hand like this. Yeah, okay, make it like this. Go up like this, come down like this, go right, come left. That is life. Life is never straight. those of you who did music, life is a treble clef. It's complex. It's complex. Yeah. So you need the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So that scripture in Proverbs chapter 3, 5 and 6. Look at it. Eh? trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and He will do what I can't hear you, you do what I need a response from one of you, you do what direct your path what does it mean alright watch this no matter you see when, when you travel When you travel and arrive at certain airports, certain Certain airports are so big that when you have to take your next flight, it can take you about forty-five minutes to walk to your next destination. Yeah, and 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 sometimes you walk and then you take a train, then you you come up, and you don't know the airport. No, you don't know it. You don't know it. You've never been there before. Some airports are huge. Yeah. But you see, you have your flight number. And then you have what is called your gate. Your gate is like your bus stop. Where the, your, your plane is waiting for you is called your gate. But your gate can be 45 minutes away, 30 minutes away. How do you get there? You don't know. You only follow the signs. You only follow your signs. They always write flight 224 gate 18 this way, this way. So when you get this way, you just follow this way. Then when you get here, there's another sign. Flight 224 gate 18 this way. So you turn this way. Then you go. The one you get is flight 224, gate 18. This way. So you turn this way. Go down the escalator. You go down the escalator. Turn this way into a bus. You go and wait for the bus. Even the bus, you have to watch. Watch one. That's why I have to go to school. Yeah. Yeah. Papa say, Cosco, I mean, Cosco, mean Kosku. Who did Jimeno? It took away our Look, you can get lost in an airport, but all that you, knew you need to do is go by the signs. Do you understand? That? So the Holy Spirit has his will. You pray let your will be done. Who should I marry? Let your will be done. Where should I go to school? Let your will be done. Should I be in ministry? Let your will be done. After you have prayed that, you only follow the signs. You 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 follow the signs. And following the will of God, it's what to give you a blessed life. Yeah. Let me show you two times in the Bible that God made his will to prevail. Number one, in the choice of Paul and Barnabas to go and serve him. Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13. Alright, Acts chapter 13. Now, there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers. As Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene and Maneum, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrach and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work thereunto I have called them. Are you seeing that? So the Holy Spirit said, Separate me. That is how Paul and Barnabas were chosen out of that pastoral at him to go and do missionary work. That was the will of the Holy Spirit. Another time we see the will of the Holy Spirit was when Paul and his friends wanted to go and preach. Acts chapter 16. Let's read from verse 10. Alright. Give me NIV. How many of you are here? I'm closing very soon. It's a book so you can get it and read the rest. Hallelujah. Okay. After Paul had seen the visions, we got ready at once, no from verse 6, sorry from verse 6, 16 from verse 6 Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia when they came to the border of Messiah they tried to enter Bethania but the spirit of Jesus would not allow them don't force yourself to do things that the spirit is not allowing you. When you find a blockade, relax. Some of you, you are forcing through. You are forcing through because you are not allowing the Holy Spirit's will to guide you you are allowing your personal motives. One nice. because you and then you are open. Ali Mahaya. Ali City Mondays. There is none like you.
1: No one, no one else, else can touch, can't touch my hand like you
2: did. I could search for all eternity,
1: love and find there is love. You are holy, holy, May the Holy Spirit guide you into his will. You are whole.
2: gone verse 7 watch it by the spirit of Jesus will not allow them to look at me don't force lift up your right hand say I won't force again yeah. say I'll be relaxed you know yesterday I got to the airport to catch my flight at 1.40 I got at like 12.45 or so I was told that I was late. So I was working with my PA. So when the lady said, You are late, my next question was, When is the next flight? Yeah. And they said, I should wait till about two o'clock. They'll put me on standby. So I said, Does it mean that I may not get it? They said, Yes. They, I said, When is the next one? They said, Even they have one after six, but everything is booked. So I told them, the manager, he was speaking to I said, Don't worry. Even if I have to go home, I'm okay. That's what I said. No. Look. If God wants me to come and preach yesterday, he will bring me. If he has changed his mind, and he can change his mind, why shouldn't God be able to change his mind? Don't twist the hand of God. Don't twist the hand of God. Don't force to marry that brother because he comes from a good family. After marriage, the good family will not be in the house. Now we
1: Obia,
2: lift up your hands and turn it. We're here you, Obia. hallelujah I have gone home. the spirit of Jesus will not allow them to verse 8 so they passed by Messiah and went down to trials during the night Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him come over to Macedonia and help us after Paul has seen the vision we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God has called us to preach the gospel to the poor. This is not working. Relax. This one is not working. Relax. This one is not working. Relax. This one is working. This is working. If you follow your stubbornness, you'll be destroyed. Don't follow what you are applying in your mind. Follow what God is telling you. Amen? Yeah. Look at many mistakes that we have made. You just take your time, write them down, and analyze. You realize that it is because you press through some things that you shouldn't have pressed through. But I have good news for you. How many of want to hear good news? All the mistakes that you have made, when you repent, God will forgive you and turn everything around for you. <clears> He'll <throat> give you a second chance. Watch this. Watch this. As I'm closing. What was the result of what was the result of the Holy Spirit guiding Paul and his friends to go and preach in Macedonia? Watch. Not following the will of God. One day will be the reason why God will reject you and send you to hell. Paul and his friends have preached in Phrygia, Betinia, Messiah, and all these places. They have, they, have, they have moved the gospel from the Mediterranean to the then Asian areas. Macedonia was in Europe. Present-day Greece. So God wanted to let the scripture, the scriptures move, the gospel move from the Asian land and come to Europe where the people have not heard the gospel before and Paul and his friends were resisting what is the impact of Christianity in Europe the impact of Christianity in Europe is Christianity in America is Christianity in, in Africa Christianity to China Christianity to India Christianity to South Africa Christianity to all over the world India India William Curry eh? China uh, Hanson Taylor J. Hanson Taylor Africa this guy what's the name the doctor David Livingston, and people like that came from European countries. Long before that, God saw it and said, Paul, send the gospel to Europe and they were say, no, we, they will like here. Yeah. They will like here. Like it. There are things you are rejecting in your life, not knowing that they are the things that God is going to use to bless Hallelujah. Huh? So the Holy Spirit has a will. The Holy Spirit has knowledge. And then the Holy Spirit has feelings. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30. Let me just end with this. Watch this. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Grief to sadden to make sorrowful Hallelujah How many of you have been sorrowful before? Depressed before? So we can make the Holy Spirit sad sad by our actions by our disobedience by not doing what He was asked to do. Amen. Then the last one is that the Holy Spirit speaks. go. let me ask you a question. When was the last time you saw a tree speaking before? or your dog or your cat? or this chase? The pulpit. Speaking is an attribute of humans or persons. And the Holy Spirit speaks all the time. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 7. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 7. I'm closing. Whosoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches verse 9 to angel okay verse 13 verse 13 verse 13 verse 13 i know you will live verse 11 verse 11 whosoever has yes let him hear what the spirit says to the churches watch this and i think verse 17 huh whosoever has yes Let him hear what the spirit says. Watch this. Watch this. I'm concluding. The Holy Spirit is speaking all the time but the church cannot hear. There is a person in your life who is speaking all the time but because you don't know him, you can't hear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know so not knowing the Holy Spirit and not relating with the Holy Spirit is such a disadvantage to your life because he is the one come he is the one well, remove your mask the Holy Spirit doesn't have mask he is the one who is with you no all the time All the time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is with you. His work is to speak to you. That journey don't make it. Don't make that journey. Yeah. A sister was standing at a bus stop, waiting for a bus. A Christian sister. Suddenly, she heard move away from here. Move away from here. So she moved away from there. Not long after that, an articulated track veered off the road, cleared everybody where she was standing. Her salvation was in her ability to hear. The Holy Spirit uh, speaks to us audibly. He speaks to us through dreams, through visions, through the inner witness, he gives us peace. When you are troubled, when you are taking a decision and you are troubled in your spirit, relax. Just take it easy. But why are you troubled? When, when, I'm going to, when I'm going to travel, fly. So that's one of the things that I look for in my heart. Is there any troubling? any trouble. You don't just get up and go. You don't just get up and do whatever you want to do. There is a person in your life today God has introduced you a special person that from today you must begin to walk with in your life. He's called the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Now, what do you do for a person in your life? you speak to the person you chat with the person you ask the person questions should I go? should I not go? is it the girl? is it the boy? is this the job? this job? this business? you, you, are, you are doing business somebody wants to partner you in business holy spirit is a right person? You know, in this book, I shared the testimony of a businessman that Kenneth Hagan spoke about. That throughout all his business ventures, he never did one bad business contract. Because every time he had a business opportunity, he went to fast and pray before the Lord to ask the Lord, Is it from you? And yet, when and a yesika be an ifoponche. Obon samsu to me emassica. And a yet a quain babyana if you or samsu to me epiquin. But you see, we can't see much. First Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 12. Look at it. We see through a glass darkly. We know very little. Look at it. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully. I get what I'm saying. We know in part. We, we don't know everything. We don't know everything. That is even when when we profess will we make mistakes. Yes. We don't know anything. We don't know much. We know a little. But there is somebody in our lives. It's called the Holy Spirit. He knows all because he is God. That is why I've explained to you that he is God. He's not a wind. He's not an influence. He's not speaking in tongues. He is God on earth with us. Yes, he said, I taught you, the Father is in heaven. Jesus, the Son, is in heaven. He's the one who is with us. He's with us. Immediately you are going out. You are going to sit in a church when he's going to be involved in an accident, he'll orchestrate a plan for you not to sit in that. One of the plans he'll orchestrate is that he'll cause you to fight with the mate. Because as we're approaching, the mate will say something or do something that will offend you. So it's okay. But is part of his orchestration to deliver you from going to sit in that. Pray for you that from today you know this wonderful person, the Holy Spirit. He's a person, a real person. When you wake up in the morning, say hello to him. Say hello to him. Yeah. Nine out of ten times when I wake up, I say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. Even when, when I am sleeping and my eyes open, I speak to him and say, Thank you that you are here. When I sit in my car, I say, thank you. When I was coming on the stage, I said, Holy Spirit, it's time for us to go move and follow you. Yes. He's a real person. The challenges we are having in our lives, pastors, ministers, shepherds, business people, wives, husbands, we are not talking to him. We are not seeking his face. Speak to the Holy Spirit. He said, Bishop, I can't see him. I told you that you don't need to see him before, but he's a person. Our elders who don't know God, they practice it. They go to the dead and speak to the dead. They can't see the dead, but they believe that the dead is Stand to your feet and let up your Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. I don't know whether we have copies of this book here. Please. But try and get one. I don't know why you can get one. But try and get one. Okay. You learn a lot about the Holy Spirit. Lift up your hands. I just want you to speak to the Holy Spirit. Welcome him for the first time into your life. Tell him, Holy Spirit, you are welcome. I love you. Lift up your hands. Tell him, I love you. I'm so sorry for abandoning you all these days in my life. I love you so much. And I desire you and I want you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Speak to him. Yes. 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 Tell him, I love you. I appreciate you from today. I'm going to walk with you from today. I'm going to fellowship with you from today. I'm going to relate with you from today. I'm going to seek your guidance. Pray, 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 pray. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for your mighty Holy Spirit. Lord, we are so sorry that we have neglected you. And we have suffered for that. But we want to thank you for the knowledge and the revelation that you have given to us as your people. Help us to walk in this revelation. To know that you are a special person of us. Who is in our lives according to Jesus to guide us into all truth to teach us all things, to help us, to lead us in this dark world, to help us to walk in your will, to know your ways, to make the right decisions. Thank you that you are in our lives to anoint us, to empower us to do your work, O oh God. Holy Spirit, thank you. From today, this is our decision. We're going to walk with you, Lord bless us. Thank you Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now lift up your hands. Father I am praying for a second chance for anybody here listen look at me you need a second chance about something you have made a mistake in business, in life, in marriage, in education, in ministry, you have made a mistake. It has cost you. I want God to give you a second chance. I want you to come to the front. I want to pray for you. God, give me a second chance to correct it. To correct it. To correct it. To correct it. A second
1: chance.
2: Now, let's look at me. After today, whatever mistake it is, it's going to be turned into a good thing. By the mercy of God. By the mercy of God. Yes. God is a God of a second chance. Yes. Keep on coming. Yes. I have a sing it, Russell. He before, forms my life. Let your volume go down, please. I like to
1: hear myself when I'm singing. Oh, before even time began, my life was. <laughs> a father I have a father he called me his own he calls me Top your hands. God knows your name. He knows.
2: You are a God of a second chance and many chances. Forgive them for their wrong decisions, their mistakes, for which they have suffered, made loss, missed opportunities, found themselves in sadness and defeat. But Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus let your mercies let your mercies let your mercies descend let your mercies descend on them, lift up your hands, Close your eyes yes, and restore 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 revive renew replace replace Do something new. Let your word come to you, for we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, and to them that have been called according to His purpose. Your word says that for all things are for our sakes. Let everything turn around. Let it turn around. Joseph said, "You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good." I pray let everything change and become good in the lives of your daughters, in the lives of your sons. And let them know that you are a merciful God. And I pray for everybody, lift up your hands everybody, that will work by your spirit and be guided by your Holy Spirit. We give you praise. And we will give you glory in Jesus' name. Uh, man. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. And